In a world where busyness is worn like a badge of honor, it's almost impossible to imagine breaking free from the shackles of success. Working long hours, skipping meals, missing or being late to important life events, constantly playing catch up, exhausted to the bones. This has been normalized, especially in the medical and healthcare arena. Practice owners are fleeing to corporate practices or leaving medicine altogether in hopes of recapturing their time and energy. But you are here for a reason and you've been searching for answers. Welcome to Thriving Practice. I'm your host, Tracy Cherpesky. I'm an executive coaching consultant and time leadership expert. I'm mom to two amazing teenagers and a menagerie of adopted furry family members. I am on a mission to help practice owners take back at least one day per week for the rest of their careers so they can focus on healing their patients and falling back in love with their practice. Together we learn, connect with like-minded practice owners and medical business experts, and expand your connection to an international community of peers. In each episode, we discuss the business of medicine and healthcare, how to avoid the pitfalls of success, and how to improve the bottom line, paving the way to exquisite fulfillment in your career and life. Join us each week to learn how you can grow your practice while focusing on what you love most. You'll want to take notes, so let's go. Welcome to a new episode of Thriving Practice, the business podcast for medical, dental, and healthcare practices where we help provider owners grow their business and take back their time. I am so happy you're here today, and I'm excited to share today's guest, Jonathan Chen, founder and CEO of Nitra, a smart finance company built to provide doctors with streamlined solutions that help them and their staff save time and money. Jonathan is a repeat founder and tech leader with an established record of successful growths and exits. What I loved most about speaking with Jonathan was how he's able to provide creative tech solutions to expensive and persistent problems for healthcare providers. Jonathan shared that it was his own frustration with medical practice inefficiencies on a personal health journey that drove him to start Nitra to help healthcare providers. Ultimately, he wants to help providers focus on what they do best, which is to serve their patients. Nitra helps doctors spend smarter, make better decisions on how to allocate time and financial resources, and build a more efficient and better future. Nitra does this with back office solutions. It's really cool to hear Jonathan's ecosystem approach for what currently is a spending platform with an eye to the future. They continue to build a full platform to make processes like filing insurance and hiring easier and to build other solutions in the healthcare space. Basically, if you're doing it manually, Nitra wants to provide a solution to automate as much as possible to help you take back your time and save money. Jonathan shared some parting wisdom, which is this, hire well and invest in your people, give them the tools they need listen to their solutions, and help them solve their problems. There's a lot to process for this non-tech person, and I found myself filled with awe about how Jonathan and his team are able to come up with so many creative solutions. Give this episode a listen to to hear about what they've got planned. You know what to do now. Grab a beverage or a snack and settle in to listen to Jonathan's incredible tech solutions. Jonathan, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Really appreciate you being here. Thank you, Tracy, for having me. Well, I have lots of questions, but before we dive in and start talking about um, your journey and what you bring to the table here and what your big vision is, I'd love to hear where you're currently located. 
I'm uh, currently located in New York City. Okay, very nice. Like yeah. city, city. Yeah, in the in Manhattan. Nice, excellent, very cool. We have friends and family who live in New York, so we love to visit. You're lucky. Yeah, <laughs> it's a cool place. <laughs> I, yep. Very cool. So your as we were warming up a little bit, you were telling me a little bit about your journey. And I think a good place to start is maybe tell us about your company just real briefly, and then tell us how you went from tech and entrepreneurship into working with medical providers. Yeah, it's, you know, uh, my company, it's uh, our company name is called Nitra. Um, We're a all-in-one finance platform for healthcare providers in the healthcare industry. More specifically, our platform is focused on um, helping doctors spend smarter, helping doctors save more money um, and identify places and potentially better um, places to uh, um, be more efficient with their practice and spending. Um, We have a lot of stuff that we want to do in the pipeline, but that's currently where we're at at the moment. Now, the thing that led me to, you know, starting this company, just to give you no brief um, background about myself. Uh, I've always been a technology entrepreneur. Um, I started a previous company um, in the GovTech space uh, ten years ago that I worked on for uh, you know, for basically the last decade, and we went on to IPO on the New York Stock Exchange. So a lot of experience growing and building technology companies. Um, and what got me and shifted me into the healthcare space was back in 2020, uh, growing up, I always had an uh, eczema problem. And in 2020, it got really, really bad to the point where I was frantically searching for a bunch of dermatologists in my area. And I realized really quickly that it was really hard to find doctors in my area. And uh, you know, a lot of these doctors or dermatologists were like six weeks out, months out, in terms of like booking appointment. And that was kind of like the, the first time I was thinking about, wait, why, why is this so hard to book an appointment? Like, there's like probably a lot of people like me suffering, but yeah, we had to wait weeks and weeks to book an appointment with specialists. And I, you know, talked to a bunch of other friends who have different problems um, in different areas looking for specialists. And it seems to be a common theme throughout, you know, healthcare. Now, you know, going and uh, doing a deeper dive into, you know, this issue, I realized that's uh, when you start practice, a lot of doctors, you know, you guys go to med school. Um, there's, it's not like you're going to business school and you're trained to run a business and run a practice. And a lot of times it's very daunting to start your own practice, right? Because you have to deal with not just patients, but all the financial aspects, the insurance, all these things that are just like, wait, well, what is all this stuff um, when you just want to treat patients? And I think a lot of the tooling um, a lot of the um, potential like platforms to help you do that are uh, somewhat um, outdated. And I think you know that's where Nitro really want to comes in, really, where we want to come in and really help out as much as we can and solve problems in every aspect possible. Very cool. So it's interesting, you know, that you've come to this from uh, from experience, right? From an experience of a little bit of frustration and and probably being wired up the way you are to find solutions and improve inefficiencies or increase efficiency, um, that you come in with tech solutions. 
to these issues that might be looked at as operational issues, but maybe technology is what can speed up the processes. Yep. Yeah. For sure. sure. Like, I think, you know, our overall goal is to really help the doctors focus on what they care about the most while, you know, we kind of take care of like the back office, the um, things that you just really don't want to care about or think about and all the financial issues as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I think a challenge that doctors have when they own their practice is like, there are so many different hats to wear and there's so many things that require or demand attention that have not directly anyway, have anything to do with providing patient care. And it's been my experience with my clients. They'll say things like, I mean, I wish I could just like show up to work and treat my patients. And I think, well, I mean, that's if you worked in someone else's practice. So that's, that is an option. Um, But, you know, wouldn't it be great if you could get systems or in, in the case of what your company provides, like technology in place that can help just remove some of those fears and some of those burdens and you said a big, big, big one that comes up with my clients all the time. And that I like bang the drum about all the time is time, how to recover time, how to recover energy and time and energy are, you know, cannot really be separated. And just even just taking one thing off of their plate and relieving that stress can open up so many other possibilities. Yeah. Um, you know, when you really think about it, um, you are an entrepreneur, right? You're an entrepreneur when you start, when you decide to start your own practice and you essentially need to make sure you can automate as much as you can, because like if this, the success of your business is tied to how well-focused you can be. And if you can stay in for, in this case, um, you need to focus, you want to focus on your, your patients and providing the best care. And, and in my case, I want to focus on building the best products, but every time you start a business or anything, it comes with all of this baggage that you have to figure out. And like, um, I can relate, right? Like I try to find tools to maybe outsource some things and really automate all these things that I just don't want to spend my time on and then focus on, you know, for us, like the customers and for yeah. you guys, like the patients. So, um, but oftentimes we just kind of, we try to do everything because like, we feel like we need to, they like, pull left, pull, pull right here and there. and um, there are better tools out there and, you know, really Nitra, we're, we're really just trying to help and create those solutions. Yeah. You, um, I think you hit the nail on the head there. <laughs> it's like, you can, you can only do so many things. And I think it's interesting, you know, you're, you're saying something that sometimes are, I would imagine our listeners, if they're like our clients, sometimes don't think of themselves as entrepreneurs. I think there's a mentality in kind of in the data that we collect in my company, like, no, entrepreneurs like tech startups, like that's entrepreneurship. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, my friend, you you started a business. Also, they don't always think of, them, of themselves as business people. So there's even yeah. just like a different kind of language with that. So I really love that you say you are an entrepreneur. You started a business. Yes, you are providing mm-hmm. medical care. And yes, you would like to just maybe continue to use the term practice, right? The practice of medicine. But you don't practice business. You're running a business. So yeah. I think that's, I I want to highlight that because I think even just for our listeners to see yourself as an entrepreneur, as a business person, whether you, you know, remove all the judgments from that and just start using that language because 
then we start thinking in different ways and looking for different solutions. And um, yes, automate as much as you can. We do, in my company, we do the same. Like we're like, is there a way to automate that? Is there a way that we could, you know, connect it to some kind of magical calendar in the ether and have it happen? And most of the times the answer is yes. So yeah. 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 And it, it buys back so much time. And in terms of like financial investment for products like that, like, you know, maybe initially it stings a little bit if it's a new business or a new practice, but it's so worth it. Our time is worth everything. Yeah. Yeah. The, the time, time aspect of it. I think people don't, I, it, it's a hard thing. Cause you're like, you're, you may be um, potentially paying sometimes like in general, not maybe not just for, not for night or anything, but like, when you look, and you look at a service, you're like, oh, I don't want to pay that. But like you, because you're an entrepreneur, your, your time is the most valuable thing and you want yeah. to focus in on the right things. So it's like, what's the trade-off do you want to make? And you got to think in that way. So, yeah. And I think, you know, a lot of, a lot of our listeners probably don't necessarily think of themselves as being money focused. A lot of times our provider owners don't want to talk about money and I'm like, well, mm-hmm. listen, that is the currency that we use, right? Dollars. So in the US and other parts of the world, we're using dollars or whatever the currency is. You you gotta do the math. You know, for I don't know, we'll just use like basic bookkeeping as an example. Yep. So let's say a doctor gets paid, it's just round numbers, right? Two hundred dollars an hour for a consultation. Yep. Okay. So an hour of bookkeeping outsourced or used through software or something. It's definitely not $200 an hour. And then there's every hour that's spent doing that is an hour that's not spent with patients where it's two things. It's income and it's providing care and it's growing. What's more than two things. It's growing your practice or being able to scale the practice and all of that. So sometimes, sometimes I have my clients do the math and start looking at where their time, especially if their practice is pretty new. And so they're pretty hands-on in the beginning. Um, like, let's see where your time is being allocated and where there may be you're leaving some money on the table. So that could be reinvested into the practice for growth. It could be moved into someone's salary. It could, you know, there's lots of different ways that that, that could be done in a way that's more effective and more efficient. And also, yes. side note, most doctors probably didn't grow up hoping to be bookkeepers, Right. Like, yeah, I mean, you, you hit on a very, very interesting point. Like from what I've noticed, you know, working with hundreds of thousands of doctors is um, exactly what you said. Like, you don't, most people don't sit down and actually do the analysis on like, is this worth my time or anything? Um, it's mostly like gut feeling or anything. It, but in in a business, like for, for us, when I run this business, we do that all the time. We do that mm-hmm. kind of like every single day, like making these decisions based off like time and financial resources and all these things. And I think if, if, you know, your practice just does that, it doesn't have to be every day, like even once a month, you'll find that you'll be making better decisions. You'll be um, financially better. Um, you'll be saving more time. It's kind of like an exercise. I think to definitely incorporate in like your maybe monthly routine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that requires like regular check-ins. Yes. You should know your numbers. I don't want anybody mm-hmm. to like completely take their eye off of their numbers because that's where like fraud and embezzlement and things like that happen, right? But or whatever, you miss something. But you know, an hour a week of kind of looking things over, maybe even less than an hour a week of looking over things and seeing trends and looking for that and then consulting with with 
an expert or, you know, your professional, whoever you work with for that is helpful, but doing the actual thing itself, when you could be seeing patients or doing research or writing, or, you know, I don't know, speaking at events or, you know, whatever, there's just a better way to be using time. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And there are people who really, really know finance who could do that a lot better than most of us who don't know finance very well. So there's that too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, like stick, you know, stick to what you're um, good at your, your core competency and then try to find other folks or even just software or anything to fill in the gaps. Absolutely. Yeah. So you were saying that you have like a big picture in mind for what your company uh, wants to build. And I would assume that there's some things you can't really tell us yet, but like what, what kind of broad strokes are you working on? What kinds of solutions are you looking for? Yeah. Um, really, you know, we're kind of taking a look at the entire healthcare industry and the landscape where, uh, where it currently stands and, um, healthcare is a huge behemoth and, um, we all know there there's definitely a lot of inefficiencies and people, um, a lot of people keep saying, you know, it's, it is what it is. It's, you can't change it, all these things, but usually the industries that get changed are all start out that way. And, um, I'm not here to kind of like rip the, what you currently do out of your hands and kind of just throw you something new. I think it's really trying to, um, not really change, but it's more like some sort of, um, walking through and like migration of some sorts towards a, a more efficient and better future. And I think, you know, uh, a lot of it comes down to how practices, you know, operate. Um, and there's a lot of, for example, like back office things that I think a lot of doctors, uh, in general kind of overlook and they kind of hand it off to their office staff and they're not really in that world as much. And so, but, you know, doctors make the final decision on whether they want to, use a service or outsource something. And um, it becomes kind of like this hug of war, so to speak, between like, you know, what's efficient versus like uh, what the doctor actually cares about, which is usually like either just money or just focus on the patients. And if they're not really touching things, it becomes, um, the practice becomes less efficient. But I, I digress there. Really like what we're trying to build is an ecosystem where, you know, doctors, they, they come to us and we're really solving all the core issues um, and some issues that aren't, aren't really tangible or just like obvious um, at first. But if you solve those issues, the practice will end up operating better. Now, our first product, which is uh, the smarter spending platform, like things that you probably, most people probably don't think about or think about um, wanting, right? Like any great product, in my opinion, um, you never you didn't know that you needed it or wanted it until after you have it. Right. So it's mm-hmm. hard to picture like, what is the future? Um, you're mostly ingrained um, with what you currently know. So just off the top, top of my head, like one of the features that we have for our spending platform is the ability to understand how other uh, folks in your industry are spending, what they're spending on, who they're spending with and getting deep real-time um, updates on every transaction, whether you could have saved more money um, mm. using a different vendor. So let's just say you purchase something from uh, like McKesson or something, and you know you use our, our car, we have a car attached to our platform. 
we get the transaction and in real time, we'll tell you potentially other vendors you could have bought the same thing from, but you could have saved maybe an extra 10% potentially. Or, you know, um, these are just like some small features that it's not, we're not really telling you to do anything. It's more like this automated thing that will help you in your practice save more money and whatnot. Now, the overall vision is to provide a full platform. Like we want to help with, we know insurance billing is a huge, huge pain in the butt. Um, uh, we want to go in there and try to figure out ways to make that process better. We know hiring is a huge pain in the butt. We want to figure out ways to make sure that uh, help you streamline that process and make things better there as well. There's a lot of things that the overall goal for Nitra is to really build solutions build solutions for the healthcare space. We're just starting off in the financial um, parts of the, you know, the practice. But uh, like you were mentioning, like our overall vision and goal is to really um, listen to, you know, the clinics, listen to doctors and find out where we can insert ourselves and build, um, um, you know, solutions for all the problems that uh, you guys are potentially having. And that's how I, I see it. And, you know, Yes, like we build products. Um, we we have a product right now where we're selling that. But really, like if you want to, if you're going to walk away with anything about Nitro, we're, we're really here to solve as many problems as we can in the healthcare space. I'm fascinated that what could potentially help a practice grow, help a provider buy back some time, and maybe their their team as well. Um, and become more operationally efficient is a technology solution or potentially multiple technology solutions. I think that's yeah. like the best, <laughs> best of all possibilities for solutions. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, it's a, it's a, it's going to be a long journey, but you know, we're, we're here to, we're here for the long run. We're here to yeah. really um, uh, do our best to, you know, solve all the problems that we can. I think that's so cool. And and you're you're really onto something because you know the conversations that I get to have privately, a lot of them revolve around these kinds of frustrations or even as you were talking about like they buy something and they find out that they could have bought that same thing from another company with an additional discount. Like one of my clients they had a sticking point in some of like their their like purchasing um, and I yep. kept saying, like, why are you doing the ordering? Like, couldn't your head nurse do that? Like, what? Like, maybe you do the final approval before the check is sent out. But like, I don't understand why you're spending all this time. He's like, because I have to go and research for the prices and for the this and for the that. And sometimes one of our, you know, vendors doesn't have something, so we have to go over to the other one. And I was like, oh my gosh, really? Like, <laughs> really? And I didn't know what the solution was beyond like, could you train your your clinic manager to go learn how to do that, because I bet that they could go and do that for you. And that would buy back so much time. Like how many consultations could you have had <laughs> right? It, while you're, and he's like, well, I, you know, in my defense, I do it late at night. I was like, I don't want to hear that late at night. I want you <laughs> sleeping. Like, you know, I mean, we had been working together for over a year, so I could be that familiar with him, but I was, you know, mostly like, there's gotta be an easier way. So as you were saying that, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to call them. <laughs> <laughs> tell them to get in touch with you. But I think, I mean, gosh, just knowing that one of my clients really struggled, like spent hours each month 
researching and trying to find not always like the best prices, but where could, could he bulk purchase from a particular place for things that were shelf stable or could be refrigerated or whatever. And just the amount of time that went into that, I think, gosh, you know, wouldn't it be, wouldn't that big brain, you know, be better used, like coming up with regenerative solutions. He's a regenerative physician, you know, like, couldn't he be doing research on something else? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know, you know, curing cancer or whatever it might be, you know? So I love that. That's, it's such a practical solution, something I wouldn't have really thought of, right. That could be done through a yeah. tech solution. Yeah. You know, like these are the, these are the problems I love to just hear about. Like, yeah. I like to hear what are you doing manually? And then you you let someone um, like myself or like our company come in who isn't really bogged boggled down by you know the restraints of the healthcare industry, and we, mm-hmm. we know the how high the limits are on the tech side um, and how far we can go. Like for example, like right now, like as I'm thinking about um, solutions, um, when you're talking about like, hey, can you get group pricing? Like um, already there are already solutions outside of healthcare where you could group pricing, but it's right now you have to do things manually. You might have to like call a bunch of friends and go, Hey, let's all gather together and do this. But what Nitro is doing is something that we're actually going to launch in about two months um, on top of our ecosystem is we're launching a marketplace. Mm-hmm. We're launching a marketplace where we're gathering um, a curated list of vendors um, to you know supply our marketplace. And we're also going to, um, work, it's going to work with our platform to have higher cashback rewards and better discounts. But on top of that, it's going to have price transparency where you can see pricing from multiple vendors at one time. And not only that, it'll tell you how fast you'll get those items depending on when, it, when you're shipping it. Um, you can have a, like uh, the ability to approve. Um, like if, you're, if your office manager is buying something and just goes to you, you can look at it and approve it. Um, we can also look at inventory across multiple vendors. So you're not like shopping around. Um, mm-hmm. And then even, even the thing where you like literally what you just said, like um, what something that we actually are thinking about, and this is from conversations that exactly the scenario that you just mentioned, where you can come in and if someone already made a purchase within like the first, last 24 hours in your area, you can group the purchase with them um, nice. and do all these automated things that, you wouldn't think it could be automated, but there's so much in the technology world that you can do that um, that's the stuff I want to bring to the healthcare space. So we're, we're technology first and we're solution first company. Um, and really we're just here to solve as many efficiencies and take all the manual stuff that um, you, know, you guys are doing and honestly make it better and more efficient. Oh my gosh, this is exciting. I mean, it's kind of like, Amazon meets full script, right? <laughs> sort of. Yeah, I th- yeah. it's it's yeah. sort of like we're trying to bring the the technologies and um, uh, experience of Amazon over to the healthcare space, and even one upping that and making it more customized for yeah. for the healthcare. Oh my gosh, this is so exciting! Well. I would love to be able to tell people where to find you if they have questions or if they want to share. Like, like you, you said something like, what are you doing manually? Like if you need people or you would like people to share what their frustrations are, what they're doing manually, what they'd like solutions for, or if they'd like to learn more about your company, where can they find you? Yeah. Uh, it's just nitra.com. Um, not a complicated, uh, URL it's spelled N I T R a.com. 
um, feel free to, you know, potentially book a demo with us or see our solutions, but really not, and I, I don't want to, you know, be here and like try to sell, you know, our product here. I think what I really want to know is like, what are your problems? Exactly what you said, like, uh, how can we help you? What are you doing manually? And, uh, if you get in contact with us, like, I'd be happy to get on a phone call or, um, a zoom with anybody and just listen and hear about your problems. And, um, then I'll start solutionizing and try to figure out how we can make it better, how we can solve the, the problem for you. So nitro.com is where you can find us. Um, and my name is Jonathan again, uh, I'm the CEO of Nitra. So, uh, again, like we're here to really figure out, you know, the future or build the future of the, the healthcare um, space. I think this is really great. And I, I just, I just love the collaborative approach, right? I think the more, I think the future might be pretty collaborative and the more we can bring, you know, great minds and great solution providers together with, you know, the, in this case, the provider owners who are struggling to like buy back their time and find ways to do things more effectively, manage their costs, all of it. I think this is just really exciting and it gives me a lot of hope for what's to come. So I'm really, I'm really appreciative that you came on and shared this with us. Yeah. And, you know, I really appreciate you inviting me here, Tracy. Uh, um, I was super excited. Um, I love chatting about all this stuff, uh, chatting about just like, how can we, you know, figure out, you know, uh, how to solve problems and um, honestly sharing my vision for, for Nitra. Mm, really appreciate it. Well, before we sign off, do you have any parting wisdom that you'd like to share with our listeners? <laughs> Yeah, uh, I think there's one piece of advice that I think it it is something that um, I think would help just running practice or any business in general. Um, and it's really just uh, not just hiring well. I think everyone wants to hire well and hire hire good people, but uh, that's only the first step. But the second step is you got to invest in your people, right? You got to um, make sure that they have the right tools. Make sure that if they're doing things inefficient or telling you that they could do things better, um, you should listen to them and uh, honestly help them solve their problems, even though it's not your problems. I think oftentimes when we're sitting as the founder or the owner, we don't see the little problems that the people that we hire run into, but we have to make the decision whether they, whether they can potentially use a tool or something to make their life easier. But we're like, oh, I don't want to spend that money because we don't feel the pain. And then what happens is your your employee or your staff member, they have to do it the inefficient way for a while and then they leave and then you end up looking for someone else. So um, what often I say is like, you know, hiring is the first step. You hire someone great. In order to keep them there, you got to invest in them. You got to listen to them. Um, and part of that is what Nitro is about too. We're like, we're, we're not just a tool for a doctor, we're a tool for the whole office and we help the entire office be more efficient. So that's just, you know, my parting wisdom um, and hire well, but also invest in your people. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much. Well, I really appreciate you coming on the show. I'd like to stay in touch and hear how your launch goes in a couple of months and, and what else you create. Cause I think that you're, you're really bringing forward much needed solutions. And I think a lot of our a lot of our listeners might start to feel just a little bit increased hope and hopefully some decreased <laughs> stress and maybe just a little bit gentler breathing as they go forward. So thank you for that. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Tracy. Great. Thanks.
I hope you enjoyed this episode of Thriving Practice. I appreciate you coming here week after week, dear listener, to listen and learn how to elevate your leadership, grow your practice, and to think and act like the high-impact CEO provider that you're meant to be. I have one request of you. If you've benefited from this show, go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review with your thoughts on the show. Your feedback and review help us get in front of other amazing practice owners just like you. Thank you again for listening and until next time.